What's going on, Empire Warrior? Back to the Empire Fit Talk, and today we got a few guesses for you guys that is uh, that I invited for this Fit Talk. I thought it would be very interesting to have our coaches here and my friend Tim, who's uh, all the way from Australia, but he was coaching in Thailand. So I thought it'd be good to have him here as well and uh, to give give uh, his thoughts on today's topic. So here I have. Obviously, Coach Adinda, Hi guys. Under Armour ambassador, and you know, uh, Spartan athlete, and we have Tim here, who I just mentioned, a coach in uh, Thailand, and also now he's uh, traveling around Asia. So let's get to it. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> How are you liking Jakarta so far, too? It's yeah. good, yeah. It's uh, it's a little bit different coming from uh, an island in Thailand. A little bit busier with the with the traffic, but um, no, it runs really friendly so far. So um, yeah. Do you think it's quite similar though through like the hustle and bustle of Bangkok? Um, yeah, yeah, very similar to Bangkok, um, but yeah. When I when I was looking at the population, it's like thirty million oh, yeah. people, right? Oh really? I never yeah. been. Never been. Bang, Bangkok's about eight million. Jakarta's thirty million. Oh so wow! It's a, Is it a similar like? It's similar. They're both. Oh really? Uh, pretty crazy. Um, in terms of, of getting around. Yeah, but what's great about Thailand is that you actually have that like that bridge where you can walk. Um, uh, it's like a skyline bridge for pedestrians. So really? even though there's crazy traffic yeah, there, yeah. like it connects you to all the. All these bridges yours. everywhere, yeah. so you can. But you just have to walk. Yeah, but traffic yeah. is just as bad. But it's, it's a walking bridge. It's not. There's it's not like a little motorcycle. No, it's walking. Yeah. Oh really? Yep. So you go up, up the stairs, across, mm, back down. I so see. It's convenient, but um, but yeah, no, Jakarta's good. I'm liking the vibe so far. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like. I heard you like the party man. Ah. Little bit. Little bit. So, um, I hear you guys do as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think our member here at Empire have a, it's not an eating problem or not working out problem, it's a drinking problem. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, like to drink way more than anything else. So that's why we need to like kind of kick the curb, but you know, I think it's okay. A little bit of yeah, you know, drink you gotta have that balance, right? For yeah. sure. Yeah. So. Which part of Australia are you from? Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, oh, no. so at the moment it's, uh, it's freezing cold there mm -hmm. and lots of rain so right. I try and avoid it in the winter and go back when, it, when it's summer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, how did you end up in Thailand, man? This is quite interesting. Yeah. And how do you like, okay, just tell me a little bit how your coaching journey came about. And yeah. Okay. There so, and traveling now, you know. So uh, I'm, I've been a coach for eight years now and uh, and yeah, I've been fortunate enough to um, take my fitness to uh, different parts of the world. So I started in Australia and I ended up uh, working in the Caribbean for a little while on some cruise Ooh. ships. Yeah, which was, uh, it was a nice lifestyle that you, you know, we, we worked really, really hard. Um, but we got to see some amazing places. Uh, and then from there, I, uh, I actually was in Bali uh, six years ago mm. and I started teaching yoga. Oh, nice! Yeah, okay. so so I was a yoga teacher for a few years, and uh, and and that was good. Um, and then I actually uh, so I went over to Thailand just to see a friend, just for uh, just for a couple of days, and I got talking with a guy that was uh, managing the fitness camp 
in Thailand. He said, oh man, I'm looking for a yoga teacher, rah, rah. I said, hey, I teach a bit of yoga. And then, then uh, awesome. yeah, so it was, it was good timing there. And, uh, and I've spent the last four years um, teaching over there. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's been an amazing experience. Um, and yeah, but I'm, I'm happy to be here now, so. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Uh, well, I mean, now that you're traveling around, um, looking back in Thailand, uh, what what's the most like, what, what kind of people usually go through the gym that you used to work at? Yeah, so the fitness camp, um, I guess, catered to uh, a lot of Europeans I see. Um, in Thailand. Yeah. So they so travel all the way to Thailand. Yeah. So, so the, the fitness camp, basically, where I was working uh, in the island on the island of Phuket, it's a really big fitness hub, and uh, there's there's basically just one street that's decked out with fitness camps, Muay Thai camps, um, different fight camps, and then health cafes um, everywhere. So people can kind of immerse themselves in this little fitness bubble and just, you know, just crush it, get their results. Um, and, you know, some people stay for two weeks, some people stay for 10 months, oh, one year, really? um, two years. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy. So, uh, so yeah, I worked with a lot of uh, people from the UK, a lot of Swedish people, uh, Australian people. It's also pretty popular there. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was really cool, you know, I got to, um, teach different different athletes coach different different types of athletes um just people you know looking to to lose um body fat just tone up um some people just needed a complete life change you know they were working the same job 10 years um day in day out eating really shitty food right you know and mentally not only physically but mentally they needed to to get better as well so so yeah it was really cool getting to to uh coach different uh different types of, of people yeah from all over the world right yeah now. absolutely yeah. I and mean, that's something that we want to kind of do in bali with empire fit club bali yeah. and so we have our accommodation and everything else you know and that's where i want to head with this with uh, empire fit club there in bali because i feel like you know that's that's like a like i know i know our class is called boot camps mm-hmm. but like that's boot camp you know where yeah. You pull yourself out from your current environment, which <clears throat> I believe that got you there in the first place, whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know, from there, you're, you're able to kind of like just focus on one thing, you know what I mean? Like your purpose there is to enjoy, but at the same time to train, to work out, that's and it. that's it. And you know? push, push yourself out of your own comfort zone. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's like the best way to like change yourself. I mean, you you know you hear like a business boot camp or whatever boot camp and i think this is like a fitness boot camp is like you know make you immerse it and just get you to like push you to another level so yeah. i mean i don't know what you think i mean you're an athlete so cool. like you know if you're if you need a if you need like to get ready for something right i mean does it help to kind of like pull yourself out and you know just go somewhere and like focus on something Absolutely, um, immersing myself in an environment where I think every everything is set up for me um, at at that kind of level. Right. It helps a lot because you just really want to, you know, you want to wake up in the morning and just like immerse yourself there and not to have to think about anything, mm-hmm. but just putting in the work. Yeah. And sometimes I guess like as a coach, um, you really 
uh, you lack that sometimes because when you're preparing for something, mm-hmm. you need to be pushed too as an yeah. athlete, right? Yeah. And you need to be coached. So, um, I mean, I would totally uh, invest money in, um, you know, peak uh, improving my performance in a boot camp or like uh, a training camp similar yeah. to what yeah. you do in Thailand and what we're heading to in Bali yeah. because um, to, to because like putting myself in that bubble mm. just lets would let me focus more on the performance rather than you know okay after I train um, where am I going to eat yeah. like, uh, I need to think about my recovery session like I need to do um, you know a bit of like a breath work and everything and when you have a program set up for you mm-hmm. and um, all you gotta do is just show up, yeah. things get a lot of, a lot easier. Yeah. No matter if you're an athlete or you know, you're trying to change your lifestyle or you're just on a vacation trying to enjoy Bali. Yeah, because yeah. even when you're coaching, you know, you're you're training you you're never gonna have a set training routine a lot of the time, right? It's always sporadic training yeah, depending exactly. on when you're coaching. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's always good to you know, have the sole focus of, of just training and, and you have got that routine every day. Yeah. Where there's no excuses and you can just go and make mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. yeah, and every day you're surrounded with people in the same, with the same mm-hmm. mission. Yeah, so absolutely. It really like uh, makes a difference in your training because you just want to push as hard as the person next to you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, like now here, especially in Jakarta, it's so hard to find just proper nutrition right yeah that market still needs to be tapped in Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah like even now if i wanted to eat like something decent Mm -hmm. give me a good enough amount of protein or you know enough veggies it's like i have to really really think about it you know or in bali i could just like yeah, you know, there's one around the corner yeah i think same same thing in thailand as well right so it's just the whole environment environment kind of care mm-hmm. to it you just have like no choice to but to improve you know if you yeah. just stick to it you really have to try to kind of like you have to make the eye shape if yeah. you're like living right. in this condition mm-hmm. yeah or you just gotta like suck it up and make time to prep or yeah and that's exactly. always the most difficult part yeah right? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly for food. yeah exactly because you have to you know dedicate a whole sunday mm-hmm. just to cook everything yeah. and um even then, like with the traffic being Jakarta, sometimes you can't get to your food or you forget your food, and yeah, there's not much choices. But you know, I must say that Jakarta has improved a lot over the uh, over the past years. Right. There's a lot more available to us in terms of um, healthy eating. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's still still not as accessible as uh, more international. Places, places like Bali or Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So how do you, I don't know, I think this applies to both of us in a sense, like how do you find time to work out in this busy city, right? Because I mean, uh, as a coach, as an entrepreneur, uh, and also, you know, we, we, our schedule is quite packed as well, right? So how do you find your time to work out so that hopefully you know because a lot of people are asking that mm-hmm. or at least that's what a lot of people use as an excuse right oh there's no time it's traffic i mean like it's same song different day basically yeah. right yeah well 
ever since day one, I've always um, looked at my training or like working out hour as a meeting. So I pencil it in my calendar. It's a meeting. Like, do you not show up to a meeting? You know, like that's how I commit to it. Um, I put it in my calendar, so it's not working out. It's not something like, oh, if I have time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work out. I, I make the time. I put it in there. Right. Um, but you know, like we're all going through a lot of stuff in in day to day life. You know, whether there's like a last minute deadline or like your kid is um, sick and you have to take him to the hospital or you have family things to attend or you know things always change and they don't yeah. always go as uh, as planned. Um, as a coach, for me, I'm lucky enough to have the utilities and the place to work out anytime I want in Empire and whenever I coach I may, I either work out before I teach or after I teach um, but then again like it's different uh, as to somebody that's coming into a class you know right. everything is already set up for you like you don't have to figure out a program. You don't have yeah. to take the equipment off the rack yes. and set it up. Like it's all there for you. So it's so much easier, and uh, therefore you have less excuses to make uh, to make out of not showing up or working out, um, because it's really up to you whether you want to or not. Yeah. And like traffic is tough and it's hard, but it's not like you were born yesterday. So like mm -hmm. you've been living here for like a couple of years. Um, as a local, like Tim, maybe you have to get used to it a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. But um, you you have a good idea in like how to get to, how to get to places and the amount of time it takes. And so I think like as an adult, yeah. uh, it's pretty good like time management skills to work on if you really yeah, really yeah. want this um, to work. Yeah, to yeah. work yeah. to have a healthier. Um, I think lifestyle. yeah. I mean, I can say, uh, I can't say about other gyms, but I know for us, we have our guys yeah. laying out everything, yeah. right? And then like taking care of that. Yeah. I know that there's gyms out there that make you like, hey, bring, pick out, yeah, bring yeah. bars or yes. anything like that. So I think Empire is like, that's something that I'm like very happy about or like the coach focus on coaching instead of like setting up. I mean, yeah, the coach could help too. Yeah. Uh, and the members just go there and like everything is laid out for them and like to, to do it and stuff. So, so and that also gives like people that. a bit of time to, to chat to each other. Exactly. And the coaches to yes. you know, have a yeah. talk to the members before exactly. the class and things yes. like that. Yes. And like, yeah. yeah, and it cut down like 10 minutes off of your you know, you add up 10 minutes of a workout time instead of like, oh, you know, grab this, grab that, or you have to stop. So mm -hmm. that's what I really like about the class. And I mean, that's that's the part I think a lot of people needs to understand. It's like, with us, you just have to show up, you know? Like, mm -hmm. there you go. Show up, listen, and give your 100% and you're good to go, you know? Yeah. And that's, I think, the benefit of a group classes like ours. So for those of you guys who are asking about, you know, contentional gym or like a boot camp Different stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so. I mean, we really take time to, you know, draw out and lay out. I know. <laughs> where we program our classes and um, it's, it's a lot of heart and uh, thought put out every day. So I think that's why Empire is so special, right? Like, yeah. you just really go in and meet new people and end up being really good friends with them. And uh, uh, you become 
essentially you become a part of the community like yeah. almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. How do you find your time, Tim? Because I know you like sometimes you coach for about six to seven hours, and this is the the part that people don't understand. Just because we're in the uh, in the gym, I'll tell you right now, I can't work out after teaching. I cannot. I am drained after teaching. I just like. Oh, I'm ready it's to true. go home. Like right? I, I always say it to myself, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna work out after I coach. <laughs> but I know that that's not gonna happen because after I'm like out there giving energy to like 30 or something people, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm tired. I just want to chill out, relax. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it gets to a point like if I want to work out, I have to do it before mm-hmm. a class, before I coach. But uh, you know, with you, you coach, I don't know, six, sometimes seven yeah. hours back in, uh, in Thailand, yeah. right? So, like, where do you fit in your time? And uh, maybe this would be good for all the coaches out there that wants to, mm-hmm. you know, probably run a similar issue Yeah, with this, right? Yeah, I guess, you know, even some days, you know, it did, I got up to about eight to nine hours of coaching at one stage. Um, it, was, it was pretty crazy, yes. Yeah. Um, but then again, uh, you know, it comes down to time management. Um, if if I didn't specifically have, you know, one hour or nine minutes to work out, I would change the workout. Mm-hmm. So I would go, you know, a 20 to 30 minute really high intensity heat session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, where, you know, lots of similar, kind of similar programs to, to what we're doing at Empire, right? Um, you know, lots of plyometric movements, jumping, uh, you know, getting the tires, the hammers out, things like that, rope climbs. Uh, yeah, so sometimes I would go 20 to 30 minutes heat sessions in the morning. Uh, some other days I would dig really, really deep, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. Um, it wasn't too regularly, but there were often times, you know, if I'd happen, it, that I had to, you know, um, mentally that I had to train. Yeah. That was the only time that I had, so... Uh, Sometimes you just got to do it, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but but it's you know when you look at time management, it's always if you've got one hour in your day to to sit down on the couch and, and chill out mm. and watch some TV, then you've got one hour to train, right? Mm-hmm. So it's um yeah prioritizing how you know how important being fit, healthy yeah um, is to you. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you travel a lot. How do you like? traveling to work work out. I run. <laughs> uh, I mean like it's one of the best way to discover a city. So yeah, absolutely. So you just run around the city? Yeah, like I uh, well when if I go to a city I check out the map, see what parks are nearby, what mm-hmm. water areas are nearby, and then I check out their famous food spots too. <laughs> so what I do in the morning I do my like 5k mm. at least or just like just explore the city really? and see yeah yeah I mean don't you like feel like sticky and smelly after you're around let me go to that restaurant well and well, like well, let me not. check out this museum <laughs> and you know you're all like no, no, no. the people there are gonna be looking at you like oof <laughs> <laughs> no usually the food spots that I run to are like breakfast spots you know like okay. like whether it be like a bagel place or like a little sandwich place and uh, or like a smoothie place um and it's not like I check out every single one because otherwise I won't be able to <laughs> run after yeah. so I usually focus on the running first oh. um 
you know, 5K, depending on how big the city is, mm -hmm. uh, 5 to 10K. And then from there, I, um, I'll check out a, a, a spot or two spots, and then I go back to my Airbnb or my hotel, I shower, and that's what after, and then after that, I'll like go explore. So like, at least in the morning, I got it covered, you know, at least for the first day. And then like, throughout the rest of the vacation, um, in the mornings, I won't like do the exact same route of running. Mm -hmm. I'll be bored, so maybe I'll do like an interval running where I find a park and I just use a bench to jump, mm -hmm. uh, to box jump, and then like burpees, and then I'll go like sprint real quick. Mm -hmm. um, just really quick workouts, and some mornings, I'm like in the Airbnb floor, and just, you know, doing commando push-ups and like a quick hit, mm -hmm. where I burn, you know, only, it only takes like 20 minutes, and That's so it. I get a really good workout, Yeah. and uh, I don't feel so guilty when I eat all my ice cream <laughs> after work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, like, I think not everyone is like that, you know, mm -hmm. like, I mean, there was a point in my life where like working out in the morning doing push-ups was the last thing on my mind like because yeah. I'm still hung over yeah. <laughs> but um, it really it just comes back to um, your intention yeah. you know like what do you want in life like that's what you got to ask yourself like how do you want to live it and I love I love dancing I love having fun and um, I've had my share and my phase where I like, just partied so hard, but I also learned that that's not what I want right now in this next phase of my life. So uh, what's more important to me now, you know, were not the things that were important to me in the past, and yeah. I like to focus on that. And I think once you have that kind of mentality down and you commit to it and you stay uh, accountable, then um, it, it's, it gets easier. And I'm not saying that, you know, in your holidays you have to do something every single morning mm -hmm. and like sweat like that but um it's something that i feel good about and i, I like and there are mornings too where i just want to sleep in and just like oh, it's 10 i'm just gonna wait till brunch you know like you gotta enjoy life too yeah, so you exactly. gotta find that right balance yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah running running is like the best way to to explore a city in my opinion mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, traveling and then like going to the gym from whichever city that you travel to is like one of the best ways to socialize, you know, going to, but then that's just the kind of person I am. If I'm in the gym, I'm very comfortable mm. and I'll talk to everybody, you know, yeah. and just, well, first when I go somewhere and I go to the gym, I, I try to check out like their culture, how do they run things, see if there's anything that I want to bring back and you know improve on. improve on yeah and then you know get to know the coaches yeah. get to know the you know the community as well and yeah. a lot of the time they're like oh yeah you gotta check this place out right. and they're very welcoming right. you know yeah, like yeah. hey yeah you know you're yeah. here uh, come hang out with us sometimes you know so when I went to Melbourne when I went to Sydney I went to different gyms over there mm -hmm. and similar similar they're always very welcoming and kind of like that feeling of like ah oh, this is a new kid on the block or yeah. this is you know you yeah. want to show them a good time so right. a lot of the time that's what happened right. you know and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just a, a good enough excuse for me to go even though you know in my workout i'm not gonna be like because i'm traveling so you know i'll just like okay yeah. i'll go in for a sweat i'm not going like right. 110 
first fan, you know, but at least being there and get to know the people, talking to people, definitely help a lot, you know, it yeah. needs to be part of, of the, maybe, maybe, you know, if you, if you like to travel, people should definitely try that, yeah. you know, go to the gym and, and try it out yeah. for sure. Something that I want to bring up to the table is that um, uh, a lot of members would like uh, DM me, you know, and, um, you know, they, uh, they go on vacations with their families and a lot of them are still quite young, you know, mm. so they always t ask me like, you know, how do you work out? But like, you know, you, you have to really always nice. be with your family and like, oh, okay. like in Indonesian families are very like, we always be, have to be together. Yeah. We have to do everything together. You don't have time to work out. Like, what are you talking about? We have to go to this, this restaurant, you have to go to this yeah. museum, we have to go shopping. Yeah. Like, and they always ask me like, how do you find the time? Like, well you make time like because my i mean i go on vacations with my family too a lot of the times and um they are not active people at all mm. they're they're big foodies and we love you know going to museums and like art shows and stuff but like they hate working out they don't they just don't do it and i'm the only one in the family and when i started my fitness journey like i literally woke up way earlier than than you know what time my family wakes up and do the work mm. whether, uh, whether it's like 30 minutes or like an hour I don't want to wake up that early but because I have a mission I have this goal like mm. I make myself wake up early I don't I don't bother everyone's schedule and make it a dramatic like thing yeah, yeah. because you know we're here together yeah. and I can't be selfish like oh no I can't join that lunch because I need to go to the gym like yeah. I don't want to be a party pooper you know and of plus course. like you know, you are in a new country, like, of course you want to, like, experience it yeah. with the whole family yeah, and the yeah. whole group, right? So, um, you just gotta make time. <laughs> it comes down to that. And, like, if you don't know what to do and you're a member with Empire Fit Club, you can always hit up the coaches, like, hey, what's a good, what's a good 20 minute, like, yeah. workout, like a bodyweight workout where you're gonna, like, and just do it in the hotel room, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's it's uh, it's it's a lot easier these days, and there's so many platforms out there, yeah. um, whether it be social media. Although you shouldn't always just like follow follow social, social media, media videos all the time, but like you know you can always read and um, you can research online and uh, yeah, like or or um, go to a gym like you do and get a good session in early mm. in the morning before your mom and dad wakes up, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. by the time you're back. Um, you guys can have breakfast together. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That don't happen a lot where I wake up early in the morning <laughs> on vacation. It does happen a couple of times when I was in Sydney, but after that, I'm like, okay, I'm on vacation. <laughs> but, you know, I do a couple of pull-ups here and there, so. Anyway, that's, uh, you know, hopefully that's the, um, a little bit about us and talking about you know how you find time to work out we're gonna wrap it up for this session when we come back we're gonna hit up a few questions that some of you empire warriors have asked us from the instagram so stay tuned all right welcome back to empire fit talk uh, here i have coach alinda with me and also uh, our guest coach Tim who's <laughs> coaching in Thailand and now he's traveling here um, some of you guys have asked us from our poll in our Instagram few questions uh, and Astri is gonna read it to us 
hi, you're not gonna see my face, you're gonna hear my voice. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, first question: What is your cheat meal? Cheat meal. Oh, for me. First. Wow, there's a lot. Meals. <laughs> <laughs> All the meals. Cheese. <laughs> I mean, I like. You know. Well, I've been. I've been I have a good guess. I've been holding out on my matabak. That you were I've been holding out on my matabak. Chapo chip. Really? Yeah. Oh, you just got in here. Alright, let's do it then. Oh, I so guess I'm gonna eat that. <laughs> uh, roti bakar is really good. I like that with the cheese on the top. And also uh, chapo chip. Chapo chip cookies. Um, and you know, funny thing, I try to find like an excuse to eat those things. Like, yeah, I'm gonna carb load because I'm gonna work out tomorrow. <laughs> I've done that. Those are my cheap meals. I try to, um, to you know, I like I love chocolate. By the way, I made a YouTube account called Chocolate Review. <laughs> I had like two episodes. <laughs> so it's like, if you guys ever want to burn ten minutes of your life, <laughs> and then look at Chocolate Review. I made that like two years ago. So yeah, those are those are a good thing like roti bakar and. Um, and right now I've been like craving or munching on chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Um, and <laughs> well, that's not a cheap meal, is it? That's a real meal. That's <laughs> a real meal. Ah, yeah, cheap meal. Yeah, that's I think that's that's what I usually get. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't have to have dessert, but when I'm like, oh, I do. <laughs> yeah. I have such a sweet tooth, like. Everybody that's followed me on Instagram knows it. I love ice cream so much. Um, that's what. That's like one of the first things I do when I travel somewhere. I just Google all their ice cream places and see really? which one's the best. Yeah. Wow. I love ice cream and I love pizza. Mm. Oh yeah. So pizza. I think those are like the two things that I love. That's pizza. Yeah. That no, I, I really, really love. Okay. <laughs> I have like a specific cheat meal that like okay it's my go-to normally on a on a maybe a, a Saturday or a Sunday it's mm. one depending on how I feel one to two large pieces oh pizza okay. yeah like a whole oh. like a whole Holy pizza two pies <laughs> two pies <laughs> and then that's to go along with about twenty pieces of sushi. <laughs> and then a little bit of banana bread after that. I love banana bread. That's, that's the cheat meal right there. Dude. Nice. Oh, banana <sighs> bread. So banana bread just, it just sounds mm. so healthy, you know? like because <laughs> of the banana. Because <laughs> of the banana board in it. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't say this, but I love waffles. <laughs> yeah. Waffles are good too. Like chicken waffles. No. Mm -mm. No. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> so, oh man, I can't believe you don't like waffles yet. Maybe I just haven't had the right waffle yet. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Well, I also love noodles, so. 
Oh, me go rang, me go rang. Like just yeah. not like yeah. noodles, anything. I just love it. You know, really? some people, like Asian people are always like, oh, if you had to choose in life, if you oh, you had to eat either rice or noodles for the rest of your life, my answer is always noodles. Noodles. I love noodles. Mm. You like noodles? If if someone says you can either eat sweets or savory. Savory? Oh my god, that's so difficult. Mm. I like both. I like sweet. Gotta choose one. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 you have to think about it. It's hard. It's really hard. Mm. Because sweet for me. Hands down. Really? Forever? Yeah. No, I think I would choose savory. But you can have savory stuff with a little bit of added sugar, so it's... Yeah. Oh, well, you can't good. have ice cream, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, it's right? <laughs> yeah, before. Before. I mean, yeah, of course, it's not good for you yeah. to eat those. But if I have to choose... Sleep? I would choose like, savory. Like, let's, let's, say, let's say it's like, hey, you're on death row. This is your last meal. <laughs> you better believe. Pancake, waffle, <laughs> Balance and the, the right consistency. That's, yeah. that's what kind of gets you to yeah. goals. Yeah. Easy fit like meal tips for me is uh, depending where you eat. Most of the time, you know, you gotta look at a restaurant. Ooh, this is gonna get eaten now. <laughs> you gotta look at a restaurant. It's it's not what they serve. It's not what you actually have to eat. I think I think. It comes with the mindset of the, you know, the, the old of like, oh, I gotta finish everything in my plate. There's people starving. You know, a lot of the time, you know, when you look at the kind of food that people, uh, the restaurant put in there, um, if you kind of step back and look at it from like a nutritional perspective instead of like, oh my God, I have to finish this food, uh, then you'd be more conscious. So like, that's the, I think the curse and the gift for me where when I go to a restaurant, I know that look, whatever that's in that plate, this guy or the chef doesn't know what I actually need mm -hmm. for my body. He's just serving a, fix, a fixed amount of things there that everybody's gonna eat, mm -hmm. right? So I know he's gonna put extra uh, rice or extra whatever that's 
really not necessary for me. So I, I look at it into like, okay, where's the protein, where's the carbs, and where's the veggies? Mm -hmm. I look at things like that. Like, okay, you know what? I need more chicken, so I add more chicken in there. And then like, you know what? That person has put a lot more rice than I need. Which the they carbs. usually Yeah, which yeah. in Indonesia especially, yeah. they just like, boom, slap it in there. I don't need to finish that. Like, you don't have to finish that. You don't have to feel guilty not finishing that. You know, and that's, I think a lot of the stigma is like they have to eat everything. And trust me, not everything is, is good for you. You gotta look at it like it's a restaurant business, right? You gotta make what it is uh, also what's preferable as well, not just specifically like, oh, this is good for your body. So when you step out of that, you're like, okay, where would I get my protein from? Where would I get my veggies from, right? My vitamins and all the other micronutrition. And where do I get my carb and do I need that much of a carb? And if you look at it from that view, uh, you start making adjustment on, on anything. Like if I go to Bebek, I look at it like, okay, uh, where do I get my protein from? Uh, this is enough or not. I told them to add more either protein or more veggies. So uh, that's that, yeah, that's, that's where I could give you the tips from that. Yeah, and just say, uh, just be mindful of your sambal, your chili sauce, because yeah. you know you when you get, when you chili, you just want to eat more rice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to ha have a healthy diet, uh, slow down on the chilies. Yeah. The Indo people out there. <laughs> yeah, because you know uh, here, especially in Jakarta, the option is not like like I mentioned before, Bali or some other international places where it's, it's very like hard to find these things. So, I mean, even the healthy options, some of whom I feel like, whoa, yeah. there's a lot of veggies in here, not enough protein, you know what I mean? And they're like, okay, I need to add, add, add more protein and stuff. So, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, next. Um there's one member asking, is it safe to take back-to-back -back classes like uh, strength and conditioning and cardio apps right after? Oh, good question. Uh, for me, is it safe? Uh, I'm, I, won't re I don't recommend a back-to-back -back classes, especially uh, a lot of our guys are beginning to intermediate. The reason being why that is, if you have the energy to go for another classes, most likely you didn't put out on the first class. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not the duration, it's, it's that one hour that you go in, yeah. how much of an effort are you actually mm -hmm. putting in? I could do four or five classes yeah. if I have ass everything, yeah. right? It doesn't mean that I'm getting a good workout. Why are you there? You're there to get an effective workout uh, in that short amount of time, right? So I don't recommend it that way. Uh, however, we do have like different classes that's gonna pop up, such as like the strength class, in the boot camp class, it depends on your goal. Um, <clears throat> so look at it as like, do you need two hours of training or do you need an hour of training but a better, uh, you know, a more higher intensity, you know, push yourself a little bit more and stuff. Uh, but safety-wise, uh, I have to look at, depend. I have to look at like, you know, did you eat enough? Did you mm -hmm. did you uh, recover enough, right? I mean, obviously, if you don't do those things, then yeah. it's, it's gonna be dangerous. But the movement-wise, there's no problem. Yeah. I would say like, as far as like the exercises and stuff, there's no problem. But again, like I say, if you just 
going at 50% in the first hours, of course, you could go another two classes, another three yeah. classes. But that's not what we design our classes are for. It's yeah. not for you to just jump in on two or three classes. Although you may feel better about that, uh, it's not as effective as you are going for an hour yeah. all out. Yeah, it's not effective at all, you know, and I think like a lot of our members or a lot of people that just started their fitness journey, it's like yeah. they're getting adrenaline high out of it. and. Yeah. Um, they, they feel like the more you do, the more gains that they'll get. But um, yeah, for, for maybe like a short amount of time, you'll feel stronger very, very fast. But in the longer run, um, there's a higher risk of injuries and yeah. issues later on. And that will like really stop your progress to a stop, like because you have to recover, right? Uh, and then that's when like mental health comes in because yeah. you feel depressed because you're not getting as much um uh burn out of your day because you can't work out at all so yeah. uh like i mean i've been there i've been there in my earlier days where like all i want to do is just like kill every class and then like every time my uh, friends like asked me to come train i was like yeah i'm down like but um over time i'm just like mentally and physically burnt out mm -hmm. and i don't I, do, I don't i can't even like pinpoint what it was until it was too late so um again like it really depends on like how much uh work you've been putting out that week and like yeah. how much uh protein and energy you've been taking in and uh yeah like just the reason behind it like what why why are you doing why are you doing two classes a day yeah like why are you doing back-to-back -back classes because does it feel good mm -hmm. or does it like give you more accomplishment um, but what if we tell you that it actually doesn't give you any benefits? Like, would that change your mind in, in taking back to that classes? So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, coming from Thailand, I, I saw <laughs> this. probably a lot of people. Day out, day out, um, it, it was crazy. People were, uh, I, was, I was talking to a lady about a month or two ago and she was doing six classes a day. What? And... It was, it was just insane and I sat her down and I said, you know, look at your performance rates for these classes, they're, they're nowhere near 100%, right? Yeah. So, um, in terms of back-to-back, -back, if, if you're an advanced athlete mm. um, and you find that you can actually push yourself to the limits mm. in both of those classes and you prep well in terms of food, yeah. hydration, things like that, then yeah, um, go right ahead. But yeah, I, I guess the more you, the more you overtrain, the more you start to stress out your body. Yeah. Um, you know, it can lead to things like injuries, and then yeah. also, um, your body starts to retain a little bit more fat when the when the body's yeah. stressed. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. if yeah. you're looking at at weight loss, a fat loss in particular, then overtraining is not counter. Yeah. yeah. Reproductive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, I'm sure you ran into a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just. A <laughs> Especially, you know, the people that were that were coming in for a week or two, yeah, and they're right. like, "Okay, I've got one week. I'm going right. to do yeah. thirty-five classes." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm <laughs> do that. yeah, I'm do that." I mean, I'm, I'm enjoy I'm, the islands, go to the beach. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm like more keen if you do like a boot camp or like a hit classes, and then after that you do like a like a yoga or something mm -hmm. like you know yeah. more of a recovery yeah. class not so yeah. much as like that's gonna pump your heart rate and you know yeah. Yeah. such of a, a ballistic a lot of ballistic movement and stuff so exactly. mm -hmm. all right that's the question for that cool. <laughs>
Who's the hottest the hottest warrior at the tower? What? What do you Who mean? Who is the hottest warrior at the tower? I know, I know what you're asking, but what do you even you have to ask that? I mean, Come on. Yours, you ah. are. <laughs> it's, it's so easy. It's so easy, okay? It's five off. Look, for us, is you know, all of the members out there is working out, trying to achieve their goal, and that's quite attractive itself. Like, me going to the gym makes me feel so good. Like, everybody are just like... You're such a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why does that have anything to do with Libra? It's like, always like... Balance, balance, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, like, alright. Um, I heard this saying before. It's like, hey, people go to the gym for two things. They want to look hot, or if they're already hot, they want to maintain to look hot, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, so to me, it's like, just being there, it's just, you know, people are, are there for a purpose, whether it's, uh, whether it's to look it's good enough, or yeah. healthy uh, thing. So just a, overall a positive environment. Yeah. But, so yeah, that's the, that's the answer. <laughs> I don't want to go into it. <laughs> Unless somebody want to have to have. I'm good, if I saw. <laughs> So, <laughs> do you have any plans in opening in Jakarta Barat? North of Jakarta. Ooh. West Jakarta. Oh, ja Barat is Barat West. West. Hmm? Yeah. Barat is West. Which area is that? Sorry, North. I'm so sorry. What are those? Timur is. Yeah, Timur is East. West and East. What's north then? North Utara. Utara. Okay. Barat. What's what area is in Barat again? Like what what what? Puri. Yeah, or Susie Oh, okay. Currently not yet. Yeah, but we do have a few people that say, hey, um, let's partner up and open over there. And there's a lot of people that wants to do something over there with me. But currently, I think what we want to focus on is our system uh, in the sense of like our workout needs to be consistent. I mean, it's there now. The workout is there. Uh, Programs. So I'm so happy about that, the program, the workout, the, the workout experience, but we need to make all the other system um, consistent as well. So right now, I'm uh, and, you know, not focusing over there yet because uh, we got to look at from our members pool as well, where, where are they coming from, you know, if mostly coming from the south and we most likely look into that direction, but mostly, you know, we get some people from the Barat, and maybe we'll, we'll start looking into that direction as well. But you know, we're we're yeah, we're figuring things out uh, with what we want to do for expansion. Okay, what other sports did you do? Ooh, for all of us, right? Yeah. Well, for me, I, I started playing badminton when I was a kid, <laughs> of course. But you didn't get popular from that. <laughs> no, I didn't get popular. When I, moved, when I moved to the US, nobody cared about a badminton. So, so I played soccer uh, in middle school. And then in high school, I played American football because that's where all the attention are. And I want to be, I want to make friends. So that's the only time. <laughs> so I'm going to play American football. But then I found out, uh, well, I, I found out my freshman year in high school that I was. I was really fast at running, so I become a track athlete. And then from there, um, I play a lot of different sports. I like just play pickup basketball. Uh, I dabble in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, do a little bit of MMA, do a little bit of like um, 
wrestling and CrossFit and you know just um, just be out there surfing and stuff. So yeah, all kind of things I like to do. Uh, so yeah. Um, my sports background. I, I love sports. Growing up, uh, I could swim before I could walk. Apparently, uh, so swimming is still a big part of my life. I, I love swimming, um, and I swam throughout junior high and high school. Uh, when I moved to Australia, I actually went. And I was in Australia for three years. Yeah. Um, before Which city? I in Perth. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Before I moved to Perth, uh, I mean, I loved basketball and tennis, but. The minute I moved there, um, the girls were just like so much taller than me, and basketball was not as fun as before. <laughs> <laughs> so and also um, uh, tennis as well. Like they're so strong, and I was just like way out of their tier. So um, that's when I just focused on swimming, and then got into athletics as well. So I did like 400 by four. That was my my um, event, and um, that's. Pretty much it. I used to play soccer a lot growing up, but now I I still swim. I still swim. It's it's meditative for me, mm-hmm. and uh, I run, and that's it. I think okay. right now. Yeah. Yeah, I played a little bit of everything growing up. My um my family's slightly obsessed with sports, so we played everything from uh, squash, golf, basketball, tennis. Australian rules football, which which right. you would know that. So uh, that's that's kind of what I more developed into um, from when I was eighteen. I played Australian rules footy, kind of different mm. parts of Australia, okay. um, for about six years, and from there, uh, what nowadays I've been travelling for about seven or eight years, so I haven't played too much competitive sports since then, but I still. Still quite enjoy playing pick-up basketball games, mm-hmm. um, which is perfect uh, when you're traveling as well because I visit a lot of countries where I don't speak yeah. their language. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, with sport, yeah. it's, it's its own language. Yeah. Exactly. So you can, you don't have to speak one word yeah. and you can all be on the same page, right. Um, right. which, yeah, I found to be really cool. Um, so I actually, you know, I travel around with a, a basketball, um, Jakarta actually seems it's like it's, yeah, yeah, you know, you, you've got basketball, you've got golf, um, there's like some batting cages that I'm actually yeah. going to jump into soon, so, uh, so yeah, I, I just try and keep pretty active, play, play awesome. as much sport as possible, yeah. Dope. Cool. One last question. If you were not a coach, what would you be doing? <laughs> <clears throat> Well, I'm a jewelry designer, so. <laughs> but like, I don't know, if I had the balls, I have, if I had big enough balls, because right now I have none, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I don't know, I think I would pursue my music as a singer or something. Mm, yeah. Very cool. Can you sing for us now? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She sang uh, the national anthem for uh, opening. That's cool. I sing in my bathroom right now. As of now, that's my grand stage. <laughs> Shower party. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I, I would. Hmm, if I wasn't coaching, that's a good question. I would probably. Do you know what? I think I would have 
something like a little smoothie shack on the beach. Ooh, um, okay. Maybe a little kind of jungle gym. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a good something one. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Where there's some nice surf. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think that'd be me. Mm-hmm. I think either I would still be in the military. Um, so I, I really like it. I enjoy my experience. So I would work for like a government agency because I did look into that. So like either FBI CIA. or like CIA. Yeah, so I mean, uh, there's a, there's a uh, plenty of, uh, or maybe a, like a, a private contractor, especially, you know, for a lot of military out there. That's where our, um, kind of like our skill could be used somewhere else, you know, in other mm-hmm. sector. So that's what I would do. Um, and I actually still love doing those kind of thing. Like I like to go shootings and I like to, I don't so know. Would you be like black ops? Like He's taking us sometime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometime I'll take you shootings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I do miss that kind of aspect of things. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's the part that probably if I wasn't coaching, because it, it was really tough for me to come up to this decision where like, okay, I want to move to Indonesia and open a gym because my career was, was pretty good when I was in the military and I had like, I have a particular set of skills, no, I'm kidding. but it's just like, just like, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that I could, I could jump into that would offer me a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know, that, that could like sway me from like, want to grind on my own, you know, you know, offer me a lot of money for a small amount of time, you know, mm-hmm. there's contractor out there living in Afghanistan for six to eight months, making $120,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it's hazard, but, yeah. you know, for them, it's like, hey, this is what I've been doing, yeah, I've yeah. trained to do. So it's what it is, nothing different, just get paid a lot more. So, yeah, there's a lot of other options, especially from the military, you have the military experience, you have the military benefits, there's a lot of for me to kind of jump into right after the military, yeah. So, so yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, companies look for like military, yeah, for sure, ex-military guys, yeah. And yeah. Stuff, so, and and in in various cities too, like um, not right. just like in the states, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. all over the world. Yeah, they of course that kind of services from right. a mil- uh, U.S. military background. Yeah, I so. <laughs> so yeah, that's like that's the uh, that's it for our uh, talk Q and A with the uh, Empire coaches over here and uh, Tim. Thank you again for being with us. I did that. I know you're so busy. You uh, traveling a lot and guys, uh, stay tuned for our next episode. Please like and subscribe. Uh, follow our IG as well at Empire Foot Club. Empire Foot Club, and you can ask our uh, you can ask us question for our next talk. So hopefully I'll see you guys there. Thank you. Bye.